you this is Chris Baker with Release Your Unconscious. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend Scott Ferguson. Hey, 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 Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It's Scott Ferguson. And I had a fantastic opportunity to sit down with Chris Baker, my friend, uh, who really has a passion to change the mindset of young adults and also really leave people after he meets them with a positive vibe. So sit back, relax, break out your notebook, and listen to the knowledge nuggets that my friend Chris Baker is about to drop on you. Let's level up. Hey, hey, time to shine, squad. It's Scott Ferguson, and I am super, super happy, stoked, and privileged to bring on my friend, Chris Baker. He is, just wait till you hear what he has to drop. I've vetted out all his websites. I've vetted out everything that's about Chris, and you guys are going to pick up some solid, solid, solid knowledge nuggets. But he was born and raised in England and moved to Orlando, Florida in 2011, where he became a leader with the Walt Disney Company. He is a certified coach and trainer in addition to being a human behavior consultant in DISC, which I've taken that test a few times, and in his mission to develop future leaders that can help change our world. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to our squad. But first, what is your favorite color and why? Well, th- hey, Scott, and thanks for inviting me on. Um, it's a pleasure to be on. My favorite color is blue. and why? Because I am originally from Leicester in England, and my football team or soccer team, as you'll know it, is Leicester <laughs> City. They play in royal blue, so blue is my color. Hmm. And we live in Florida. I mean, no matter where you live in Florida, you're no more than 63 miles from that big blue ocean on either side, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, blue, blue and red kind of run with me. I can be red sometimes, but blue is <laughs> blue is mine as well. I think both of our shirts dictate that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your origin story, where you started. I know you said in Leicester, England, but tell us a little bit about the story transitioning maybe to the States and then building your company. Yeah, sure. So, so in, in the UK, I really early sort of age after I left school at 17, I bounced around a few careers and didn't really know what I wanted to do and sort of found myself in 1989 in the retail automotive industry. So it was a car salesman. Stayed in there for for 20 years and rose through the ranks to become general manager of car dealerships. And in that time, had a lot of sales training from people like General Motors and other other manufacturers and and really sort of developed my passion for delivering customer service at that point and helping develop other people into into roles. And it's funny because when I when I talk about car sales and customer service, people go, "Well, they, those two things don't go together." But they really <laughs> did at that time. And so, um, anyway, so then then I uh, I needed a break, so I actually went to work on a cruise ship for four and a half months, traveling the world, um, just as a break from uh, from from the, the the grind and the the constant pressure of the car sales industry. And while I was there, I met um, I met a, a lady that became my wife, and and she was uh, American, so that's what brought me over to America, and then down to uh, to Florida. So when I when I came to Florida, I, I knew that I wanted to work for Disney because again, customer service was my um, my passion, and and Disney has has got that reputation for being the, the 
you know, the best at customer service. So started with them, uh, became a leader very shortly after that. And again, then really worked on my uh, developing people and my passion for developing people and helping to, to promote people where I could and just coach and mentor them. Did some work with Disney Institute, uh, where we worked with with outside companies on on how to to develop in, internally, but also develop your business. And that led me to when I was approaching 50 years of age to to really sort of appraise my life and say, what do I want to do with my life for the next 15, 20 years? And that's where I, I really got into self development and personal growth. So I became a, a certified coach, a teacher, and trainer with the John Maxwell team. I took my DISC certification with Personality Insights a year later and really then started to to promote myself as a, a coach and a mentor and, and trainer, um, which is, is what, what led me to, to set up my, my business. And uh, it's, it's really us where I am now, just wanting to help people and, and help people be the best they can be. Let's dig a little bit deeper into that transition from being in the retail car sales. I mean, I'm, I'm a realtor for 21 years, so okay. I'm kind of on that rung of a ladder with the car yeah. salesman and attorneys. You know, we're, <laughs> you know, we're at that bottom of the barrel. No one wants to really talk to us. But tell us that, tell the squad that aha moment that you had from wanting to transition. I know, I understand you say you came up on 50 years of age and you really wanted to move into that personal development, but was there something that triggered you? Was it a health crisis or more time with the wife or what, what, what really came up? Cause I know the jobs you mentioned with Disney and retail yeah. car, so that, that's gotta be really pulling you away a little bit from family. Yeah. And, and, and it was, um, it, it was really that, right? So in 2015, my, my, actually my, my marriage, um, ended. Oh, I'm and, sorry. And was, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. But that was really the aha moment for me, to be honest, because, you know, at, at that point, I was 49 years old. And, and it was, man, what have I done with my life, right? Because, yeah, work has been successful, but it's taken me away from, from private life. So private life, to be honest, was a mess. And okay. so, you know, that people talk about work-life balance and there is there is no such thing as work-life balance. But what there should be is focus on work when you're at work and focus on life when you're at home. Right. So sure. focus on the home thing. And and I found that my my attention had always really been on work. And then when I wasn't at work, it was just, OK, well, let's have a release. And, and the family sort of came third. Right. And, and right. that's not good. And so my my realization was like, who am I really? Right. What what am I about? What am I what am I wanting to do with my life? And actually, at that time or after that time, I, I was doing some work at Disney with um, actually facilitated Simon Sinek's book, The Find Your Why. And so we was doing that with a lot of teams at Disney. And I was like, I need to do this for myself. Mm. Right? So, so I did that. And that was the realization of, of who I am, who, who am I deep down? What really means, means more to me and what do I want to do with my life? And it's more about the impact that I want to have on other people rather than, rather than what am I doing myself? So it's that switch about moving to, to help other people rather than concentrating on me. And Zig Ziglar quote, where if you give everybody, everybody what they want, you'll get everything you want. Sure. Right? And, and that's, that was really the switch and the realization that I came. So. Right. I love that Zig Ziglar quote. And us here at the Time to Shine Today squad, we always we pull from a gentleman named Bob Berg. I don't know if you ever read The Go-Giver, but I strongly recommend it. But he's always 
says that your true worth is determined by how much you give in value than how much you take in payment. And you just yeah. said the same thing with Zig Ziglar. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I'm curious, Chris, what, what did you score on the disc? What was your high and low? I'm a, a CD. Are you? Okay. I, yeah, I'm a CD. So, so my, my, the C is my, um, really the, the sort of the calculating side of things. So, so wanting to dot the I's and cross the T's and then the, the D is a, a go getter. Let's just yeah. go on and do it. Perfect car salesman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and more of the, the, again, the leadership side of things, right? Cause I sure. want things to be right, but I want people to get on and do it. I don't want people just to sit back and wait. Right. Because right. Then nothing happens. So, so that's that's where I score. But as you know, on the disc, if you've done it, we're all a blend of all four of those Absolutely. communication styles. And on different days and at different situations, it will it will fluctuate and change. Sure. And it's really for me that the realization of that was more understanding where I am, but also being able to recognize where other people are, so I can change the the delivery of the message. Okay. So that other people receive it. Right. And that's the key thing is we're not asking people to or not expecting people to change or change the message. It's changed the delivery so that you can connect with other people. Yeah. So you're not cookie cutter. So you're not just trying to put the same thing over and say, here's a script and use it. That's one thing I love about John Maxwell's system. That's fantastic. And stuff that you pull up and learn Mm -hmm. um, for. So along along those lines, then you're meeting somebody for the first time. How do you start to build a relationship with that person, meaning a, a, a potential client, a prospect, if you will? Yeah. So, so most of the time is, is, is spent listening, all right? mm-hmm. which, again, is, is something that I would, would coach and train people in any sales environment, so whether it's real estate, car sales, or whatever, is that we've got two ears and one mouth, and we should use them in that proportion. So, so it's really it's, it's trying to get to, to know the person that you're talking to. And you do that by asking a question and shutting up and listening. Sure, right, absolutely. Actively listening. Right. So, so it's also listening to understand, whereas what most people do is they listen to respond. All right, so so as, as they, they'll ask a question and, and the, the other person is starting to talk, and while they've started talking, automatically they're formulating their response. So actually they're not really listening. Right, so they'll miss the key things, and I coach Absolutely. I coach people on this now that that you know in in Disney and and in other areas. So listen to understand rather than listen to respond. Do you, do you hear that, squad? Listen to understand instead of listen to respond. And I I, I got to say that I fall fallen prey to that. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has. I I am. I'm so ready to get out my um my two cents to where <laughs> it actually can cripple the conversation exactly. and in, instead of like keeping it going with the flow, cause really no one really cares what you are saying too much until they can right. trust you as a coach. I mean, I have, you know, some of my listeners out there and I coach them and that's one thing. And my mother told me the exact same thing. It was mm-hmm. two ears, one mouth for a reason. Shut the yeah. hell up. Well, <laughs> and here's the other thing with that as well, Scott, is that people don't remember what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel. Awesome. Right. Yeah. So, the, so the, the the feelings, the emotions is the important thing. Sure. And you'll, you'll know when you've been in a meeting or you've been to a conference, by the time like two hours are gone, you've probably forgotten 50% of what, what you were told, right? Yes. And the next day, maybe 75% is gone. But yes, you'll always remember how they made you feel. And so that's the other key thing, you know, by listening and, and being actively active in that listening and showing people that you care, 
goes goes far far more than what you actually say. Excellent. So moving into this, um, the career that you moved into with helping people level up their life, give us a fail or a worst moment or really big learning experience, something that was really challenging for you, and how you overcame it. So, well, that's that's a good question. I think the the biggest challenge I think is is actually remembering that it's not about you, it's about them. Sure. All right. So, so a lot of people I think will will sort of prejudge what they think the situation is without actually understanding what the situation is for the person they're trying to help. And that's strong. That's yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, everybody is everybody is going through something. You don't know what's going in their life. They're all going through something, and. You know, as a, as a as a coach and a trainer, I would say, yeah, this is the problem I'm trying to solve, and this is what I'm doing. But if people don't realise they've got that problem, it's it's difficult to to create that connection. Sure. So so again, that's where I think the the understanding of of how do I how do I communicate that so it resonates with people? How do I help people to say to to understand that actually they to come to the realisation that they have got this problem? Sure. And and what does that problem mean if, if it goes unchecked? And then how can I help guide them to a solution? All right. So that that I think was the the biggest realization because I thought, well, hey, I've got Disney experience, I've got UK experience, I've got Maxwell certification and disc. Everybody's going to want me to coach them, right? <laughs> Wrong. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it, right. It, you need to help people understand or to to listen to them so you can understand what their problem is and then provide a solution to that problem. So it's about that transformation from where they are to where they want to be. That's excellent. Most people, if we're honest about it, don't know where they want to be. Right. All right. And if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. Sure. So, uh, that's that's the, the challenge. And, and you know, have I overcome it yet? Not 100%, to be honest, sure. because it's, 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 it's honing that skill and honing that, that, um, that technique. I don't think we ever will. No. Like, and I've learned, and maybe you can concur with this, is that the it's, it, a lot of it comes with the power of the questions that you're asking yes. to dig. Maybe does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. Uh, yeah, that's what I found out because everybody comes from different. They might have abandonment, or they might have lost a loved one. It's just really you really need to dig, and that's what I love about you know your profession and and what I do as well is we get to dig a little bit and. Right. And we, the only way you can do it is ask the questions, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it's funny. One of my most listened to podcasts was asking powerful questions of yourself, not even of other people, because yeah. you will dictate your progression and leveling up by, you know, the powerful questions you ask yourself. That, that's excellent. Excellent stuff, Chris. Let me ask something. If you were to go back then to the 21 or 22 year old Chris Baker, Mm-hmm. Maybe wrote a letter, maybe even went back in time. What would you tell tell Chris? Well, um, I would tell him to dream big, to believe in your dreams, to to understand who you are and why you know what your values are, and stick to those. Right? What is important to you? What what makes you feel alive? Okay, and then follow that. Right? Gotcha. And, and and don't listen to people that tell you you're not capable, that you're not good enough. Right. That is too risky that you might fail. Right? Who cares? You fail forward. That's what exactly. we don't say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you made this transition at, you know, around 50 years old. 
what is the one big thing then that you want to accomplish before you're done? What I, what I really want to accomplish is, is, is changing the mindset of our young adults, right? is, is helping them to, 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 to realize that they can achieve whatever they want to achieve if they're prepared to put the work in and their desire and their passion is strong enough. So the sort of 13 to 18 year olds, right, that, that are in an education system and in a system where we're not taught how to think, we're taught what to think. We're not taught to, to, to think about achieving things. We're just taught to, to get a safe job or a career. And, and to be honest, there is no safe job or safe career anymore. Even in our environment right now, we're finding out real quick. Exactly, right? So, and at that age, they are asked to make some, some major decisions that will dictate the path their life takes, whether it's going into college, you know, what college degree do they do, or, or going into the, the career, what career do they, do they follow? And so, I want to help educate those so that, so that it gives them that, that deeper understanding of who they are and what they want to do, and give them the, the, the leadership skills so that when they go into college or they go into the workplace, they've already got that foot up the ladder that will, will make them a viable uh, and a valuable employee, right? So the sure. businesses will, will, will benefit from it as well. Right. That, that really is, is what I want to do, is give every, every young adult the, the, the ability to, to choose their future and to understand why that's important. So it's basically maximizing their potential. Well, wow, that's selfless. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. And we'll dig a little bit into that a little bit later in the show. Um, so, Chris, what's your definition of a life well-lived? A life well-lived, it's, it's um, no regrets. Right for a start, mm-hmm. um, but but it's it's fulfillment. So it's it's knowing that you made a difference, right? <laughs> and fulfillment is different to success and happiness, right? A lot of people will see that and they they look and they say, well, I'm financially you know financially stable or whatever. That doesn't mean you've got a life well lived, right? That means you've got money in the bank. Sure. But but a life well lived is fulfillment and satisfaction in knowing that you've given back to others and that, and that you you've given more. To, to help other people. Love that. I mean, you're a selfless, you're a, you're a go-giver. You need to write it down. You need to read the book, uh, <laughs> the, go, sure. the Go-Giver by Bob Burke. He's, uh, he's actually yeah. a neighbor here in Jupiter, but I, I sent, I don't know, probably 20 million copies of the thing. It's, it's, it, it's a life-changing book. And it's written in a business parable. So okay. it's not like, oh, you need to do this, this. It's about this guy who needs to close out a sale. And, and, and it's amazing. You got to read it. It's fantastic. I will do that. So being in the coaching business, when you're starting to work with somebody, is there any good question that you wish people would ask you but never do? It doesn't even have to be coaching, Chris. It could be anything in life. Um, that they would ask me. I don't. I don't know that the. I don't know that there is a question that I would want them to ask me necessarily. There's a question more that I would want them to ask themselves, right? And okay. so here's here's a question that that I actually I've got in my book and and um, I use it all the time now. Is that are you happy living under the average limitations imposed on you by other people, or are you ready to rise to the greater expectations of your inner <laughs> self? I love it. All right, that's a question I want them to ask themselves, right? right? And and I would ask them. And, gotcha. and I think if, 
if if I wanted them to ask me, I, I I probably would ask them to ask me the similar question, right? Sure. So so what what was it that took what, like you asked earlier, what was that aha moment that moved yeah. me from where I was to where I want to be? Right. And and you know, what how did I realise that that was okay at fifty where most people think that it's too late? Right. 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 No, that's I'm like right up there, almost fifty years old and it's and it's like I'm more excited now, probably like you were as well, yeah. moving forward than than you were ever doing whatever you were doing. That that's amazing. So let's take your cell phone out of an equation. Mm-hmm. What are the three things, and it can be people, places, or things. It could be a noun. Three things you can't live without. Three things. So, here, so here, here's one that's, uh, that, that's a big thing that, again, is a, a realization that, that's been fairly recent realization, is forgiveness. Wow, that is never been. No one's ever said that. Okay, I right. love it. Okay, <laughs> and and the the reason being is that that we've all got things that we that we harbour onto that we maybe we think we've compartmentalised right or lots away, but actually we 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 all that does inside of us it, it eats us up eventually. Right? Sure. So we have to forgive and go, and that could be forgiving other people. It could be forgiving yourself. Sure. Right, so forgiveness is something, and it's going to be an ongoing thing because it's always going to come every day. Up. You've got to keep remembering to do it. Right. So forgiveness is is one thing. Um, I, I think conversation is actually another right. The, the and and what I mean by that is, and it's interesting you say forget your cell phone because cell phones I think are, are, are the killer of conversation. Sure. Right, because we we sort of get too used to texting or social media or whatever, and that conversation and connection with people, the interaction has got in a, in a lot of people. Right? Okay, you only have to see it when you're in restaurants or or in coffee shops or whatever, and people sat at the table all all like on their phones together, <laughs> and it's right. it's not just a people people level it at the youngsters and the millennial population. It really isn't. It's everybody. Um. So so conversation, the art of conversation, is again something else. And I, I think the the other the other thing is continual learning. I I, I would say that since you know, 2016 17 to now, I've read more books and listened okay. to more books on Audible than than I've than I've listened to in the first 50 51 years of my life. Really? <laughs> and, and I listen. Yeah, I I listen to Audible or I read books every day. Sure. You know, and and I'll actually read the same book like multiple times now because uh, you know there's always something that you can pull out of it. So, and these books, I'm not talking about fiction books. I'm talking mm-hmm. about books that you can learn things. Sure. Like, Self development and personal growth books. So what, that would be the other thing. What's your go to book? I've got several at the moment. Um, the Twelve Week Year uh, mm-hmm. by Brian P. Moran is one that I'm I'm I've listened to for the second time in in a week at the moment. <laughs> Um, Simon Sinek, The Infinite Game, is a is a really amazing book. That's his latest book. Um, and then there's a there's another book by John Maxwell, which is called Today Matters. Today matters. Okay. Uh, because today is the only day you can actually make a difference. Absolutely. Can't do anything to yesterday, and tomorrow isn't here yet. Yeah, ain't here. Is here. It's today. Feel <laughs> what's going on right now. Be mindful. Yeah. Love it. So we're yeah. going to move into our leveling up lightning round. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you four or five questions and don't expand. I just want you to say something in five to seven seconds. That's it. Okay. okay. Ready? Here we go. 
What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Be yourself. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Reading. Love it. Other than your own website and, of course, time to shine today.com. That's my plug. Um, please recommend to us an internet resource that you go to to level up your life. I'm a member of Empowered Living Community. Me too. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Favorite charity or organization that you support? Second Harvest Food Bank. Love it. That's, that's strong. In the best decade of music. 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. All right. <laughs> love it. Love it. So before we sign off, and can you please tell us how to find you? Yeah, sure. I'm on um, all, pretty much all social media platforms. So Facebook, um, I have Chris Baker, and my business is called Release Your Unconscious. Um, I also have a private Facebook group called Leadership Excellence with Chris Baker. Okay. Um, on uh, Instagram, Chris Baker RYU. On LinkedIn, again, Chris Baker RYU. And then my website, Chris J Baker.com. Okay. I'll have all that in the show notes, everybody. And yep. please visit all of them. And tell us, um, you, you wrote 10 Steps to Freedom book? Yes. Okay, and that's on yeah, Amazon? Right. 10 Steps to Freedom is available on Amazon in uh, paperback or in uh, on Kindle. Love yep. it. Okay. And then, like, can you tell us a little bit about the Acorns um, Two Oaks Leadership Program that you'll be launching here? Yeah, so Acorns Two Oaks Leadership Academy is, is again, is really expanding on what I was saying earlier. I want to take the, the acorns, which is the uh, 13 to 18-year-olds, and turn them into oak trees. All right, so that's, that's taking a, a, a potential and turning it into, uh, you know, a really rock-solid um, person. And, and so the academy is really going to be aimed at the 13 to 18 year olds plus their parents, right? Their parents or guardians. Because what, what I, I, I know is that if I just worked with the, the youth, but their parents don't buy into it, that, that connection goes. So I want the youth and their parents to grow through this program together. So it's going to be a series of, of um, two to three hour workshops that are live that then go into an eight week online program. Okay. And my, my idea is that it will actually be free for the youths and their parents because I'm going to be going to businesses to sponsor it. Okay. So the businesses will benefit because their employees and their future employees will be, be learning leadership skills, which will make them better employees. And therefore, the, the youth and their parents can go through this program. And then, you know, there'll be an ongoing membership, membership program um, for them to, to continue learning and growing uh, in the future months and years. And I love that. Like with acorns, there's it. There's a gestation period that has yeah. to happen before it turns into an oak. And part of the gestation, what you just mentioned, like if you have an one acorn, there's millions of acorns on an acorn tree, but one falls in the ground, it's like it still has to be watered, fertilized for that to grow into an oak. And you getting the parents involved is yeah. part of that, which exactly. is fantastic. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And last thing. Leave us with one last knowledge nugget that you want our listener and our squad to walk away with, please. I, I think, I, and I'll take something that, that is, is in the 12-week the year, and, and it's you, you have two lives, right? You have the life that you're living or the life that you're capable of living. Whichever you choose is up to you. 
Right. And, and I, I believe we are all capable of living a lot, a lot more fulfilling life than we are now. And we should be growing every single day. Right. And that there power is no within finish you. line to this journey. Right. right? There isn't. It's, right. It's going and growing all the time. And so that's the, that's the question. Do you want to live the life you're living or do you want to live the life you're capable of living? That's, that's strong. That's awesome. So squad, you just had about 25 solid knowledge nuggets dropped on you from my friend, Chris Baker. And I picked up kind of like, people don't remember what you say, but how you made them feel, you know, listen to understand, not to respond. And then when you leave somebody or you, you meet somebody, know that you've made a difference. And I know that as Chris and Maya have been rocking the mic here. I know that he's made a difference in my life. He seems humble. He seems hungry. He's leveling up his health. He's leveling up his wealth. And you're part of our squad now, Chris. So thanks so much for coming on. Oh, I really appreciate it. it. I'm very grateful. Yeah, I'm I'm humbled to be part of the squad. So look forward to uh, to growing with you all. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. We'll see you. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate real estate excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com if you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on time to shine today please visit time to shine today.com slash guest if you like this episode please subscribe on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts there's a link in the show notes to our website Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.